I, I genuinely hate spending time with all of You're you. You're welcome. Uh, welcome back to the second episode of the Game Time CT High School Football Podcast Without a Name. Uh, we know that we asked all of you to submit names uh, for our show, and you guys had a lot of great, a um, lot of great names sent in, and we just wanted to appreciate that. Moving on, Kyle, tell us what your <laughs> best things that you saw this weekend in the first week of high school football. Oh boy, uh, best thing that I personally saw this weekend. Uh, I was having some sensory overload at the St. Joe's New Canaan game. I know we're <laughs> going to talk about the actual game in detail a little bit later on, but um, yeah, TV screens on both sides. I think Ned was playing as uh, I think Sean said he was playing CIAC football 2K18. Damn right, sideline in the, side <laughs> in the he, uh, St. He, Joe's tent. He actually told me he was playing pong. Yes, yeah. well, uh, not on that, not with those graphics. Not with those um, HD graphics. No, so. no. So we have teams having their huddles underneath these tents in the rainy conditions. But the best part about it all was that New Canaan has these uh, uh, boards for their play calling. You can't decipher them, but they are very much like the University of Oregon I uh, used to have in the Chip Kelly era. I couldn't tell you what they mean, but there was a, a, a Ron Burgundy <laughs> and a squirrel pulling open his fur to reveal uh, Superman on one. Um, there were just some beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> there stuff. were the Yoda uh, white dress one was yes. my gold All right, dress. right, the white dress, uh, uh, white blue dress, dress, gold dress. Yeah, that anyone was my who favorite. thinks that's a white dress, get lost. It it's, was white, but I want to know. Totally, obviously, the players totally know terrible, what terrible it means, take. but I want to know what goes on in those rooms when they're like, "All right, guys, we're introducing a new play. Yeah. Here's a squirrel with Superman shirt and Ron Burgundy." And I don't understand how they don't laugh. And Lou Marinelli has zero idea what's going on with any of those photos. Oh, yeah. So let's let's get that, it's, Lou. If I'm wrong and you yeah. happen to be bored and listening, let us know. But no, there's no damn way. <laughs> Lou, I'm Lou will tell you he has no idea. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you might I, know Yoda, I think. Sure. I would, God, I would hope That's, so. I, I'm not I, saying I, I feel like I feel like it's like a Bill Belichick thing. Like if we asked him, he'd be like, "Oh, you mean like my face?" Or something like that. Yeah. Yes. My favorite was when they had Dave Rudin's face on there. Now that's good. Wow. That, that must have been like the best play ever. Yeah. Was I, it like? Uh, that's a five-year-old play. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Dave. That's right. Happy that's anniversary. Right. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Game Time CT. Yeah, this five is also years. Our, this was our fifth year. Fifth year. Wow. Got to have that nice little script G on one of those cards next week. <laughs> If you want to, I'll send you the logo. All right. Anything else that you saw the best uh, that you got to see this week? Um, I had that irresistible uh, sub in the parking lot from Ray and Mike's. Pete and I had a little tailgate session. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, so Ray and Mike's is always a good uh, good time. Sean came, ate his after us, though, because Sean Wolf was Wolf just absolutely, absolutely devoured the thing. It and was like, all right, guys, let's go watch the game. Yeah, that was impressive. All right. I would have gotten sick. You ate that really fast. Thank um, you. Sean, what were some of the best things that you saw this week, this weekend? The be- one of the best things I saw was that Greenwich scoreboard. That thing was. You, did you see that? Yeah, I I, if you guys on, haven't seen it, yeah, go to Sean's Twitter account. It's gigantic. It's it was my on my Instagram account, and <laughs> so I just told Paul Silverfarb from the Greenwich Sentinel, "Hey, Love Paul, take take a picture of me." And uh, that's what friends are for. He's a friend of the I program. Was, friend I mean, of the program. <laughs> I was hoping we could use that photo if Greenwich became number one, but. Oh, so there's a little foreshadowing. Tease. There yeah, was a, a little, little tease, and we're going to get to the poll. There was a little thought behind it. There was. It was. Yeah. It, was it was a good photo. But it's a, and, uh, it's a massive. It looks. I mean, they're finally Greenwich had that old Greenwich Old Timers Club, and it was showing its age. 
coincidentally enough. Did they not know what the scoreboard was? No, it had like light bulbs out and everything. And oh, oh, the old scoreboard. The old scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, they had, yeah, they had yeah. that for years. Meanwhile, like up the road, Darianne has got like, you know, They're video showing replays. replays. Yeah. Video replays and Greenwich, uh, New Canaan had the one at Dunning Field. They went up. Yeah. So it was like a back and forth in Greenwich, probably the richest town of all yeah. of Connecticut and probably this country. I want to say the, um, the you know, yeah. Was they had, they finally got this massive video board with, replays and the get loud and the touchdowns and they show the game actually on it while it's going on which kind of is strange but whatever that's that's i mean good well, for Greenwich. i mean this is a long time coming like you said the old scoreboard i mean the last time i was there it was marinelli's second year they were playing norwalk and like oh, they had a whole bank of lights out yeah and no like, it's not that's it's, it was it's never shocking that that was that was Greenwich your kind of, well the problem is with Greenwich, not to get too crazy into this is that their neighbors their one guy up on the hill is a real pain in the you know what and he's you know they can't even have their lights on they don't even have a light at their home games yeah. and they're playing it all at four o'clock and it's getting dark you're like guys yeah just run the ball and kill i don't know why they're <laughs> and it's just a it, you know it, it's been well chronicled how much problems yeah. they have with the neighbors yeah thing. go check out sean's twitter from sunday and he'll fill you in with all the details oh yeah well, you guys were going back and forth <laughs> yeah we were talking about, about it yeah. with a few guys but the guy from darien i think it was john sinney was saying that why how they were able to finally get their lights and their scoreboard up and yeah but you know we talked about this last time we talked about it on the little pregame uh, periscope we did we uh, we like day games so I'm yeah i'm not it. too opposed to it it's i'm glad they played that game after the saint joe new canning game any uh just too bad it wasn't in trumbull yeah any, uh, <laughs> yeah you want to hear about the worst yeah the worst well, no, hold on hold on i gotta <laughs> yeah, do my best thing one. yeah save that on okay. your way back do you have any best things from the treasure shelton game i know you mentioned that uh freshman yeah. Oh God! What the heck's his name? Oh, sorry, I put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah, no, I gotta find it now. Uh, <laughs> he had a great interception. It was a freshman, and the kid just ran up and got. It was like a key, key moment in the game, tie score, and the kid picked off a pass, like really got up there and picked off uh, a Jake Roberts pass to give Cheshire the ball back. And you know, Cheshire fought in that in game the entire way, and that was unexpected given all the guys that they yeah. had lost. And the freshman was Christian Russo. Yeah. Shout out. Had a, it was a I, I and I put up the clip on Twitter. So he went up and got that damn ball. And now he, he was starting as a true freshman. I don't know about true I don't, we don't have red shirts in high school. I don't know school, why Pete. I said it like that, but no, because I remember Michael Jeffrey, who graduated last year. He was like the first freshman starter to play yeah. all four years for Cheshire in like thirty years, and now I don't. You got this other kid who's playing. I don't know if he started, but he's certainly playing. Oh yeah, I mean is, yeah, absolutely. They have a lot of you know. So Cheshire came to play. Unfortunately, they lose the phone. But yeah, that, we're gonna. That we're was gonna one of the best that. things I saw. Yeah. A freshman making a play like that. Yeah, and then night. the freshman kicker too. Right, the the kicker for Cheshire wasn't he? No, nah, I think he no, he just knew. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had. Um, he might be. They had a really know. good kicker there. But he came off that. We have a lot of these guys who came off the soccer. They they. The heck with soccer, and they're going to join the football team. No. Kid from Killingly, same thing. But. You, you, you almost knocked down the bobblehead. No, sorry. Uh-huh. Stay in your lane. All right, so my best things. Uh, St. Joe's punter Luke Kirby's awesome celebration. He pins Darian down at the one, and then he hits us with the with the archery uh, celebration. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Anytime Always we can mix go- hockey and football. Anytime yeah. you can show a punter a little love. Well, that's awesome. You know, true. it was it was does, a great play too. I mean, to pin New Canaan back. Does Kirby play hockey? He must. I right? think he does. That's a very familiar. That's a very hockey thing to do. Yeah. Well, there was a Kirby at Darien. The hockey player well, was Kirby at Darien. But anyway, that was a great play. Awesome celebration. It's always nice to give punters love. Then I also met the St. Joe's Hog mascot. Uh, Kyle nicely mm. took a photo of me and the mascot, and we buried our beef that I made up on the internet when I said that he looked like Bebop. 
from did, the Ninja Turtles. Did the person who was in the costume this time understand anything about the history? Absolutely. Of that no, absolutely not. not. It was just a made-up <laughs> Twitter beef that I created in the middle of August because I was I bored. I feel really bad for the poor person in there. I mean, I guess it's it comes to the poor high school kid. Yeah. The people, oh, you yeah. gotta you gotta bring your your worries and your entire everything's wrong with your life. You gotta. I was dump a mascot. A, dump it I on was some a mascot. Poor high school you are. Kid. A I was a mascot. I was Sparky the Dragon. I was Storm the Sound Tiger. I even dressed up once as the Michigan State Spartan. And now look at And you. the Yale Bulldog. Now we're not friends. And now look at You knew that. Um, all right. And then it. on the field, uh, Raquan Tompkins. Uh, we're going to talk about him more, but five touchdowns rushing. I mean, he was just absolutely electric. Um, absolutely. All right. Go ahead. Oh, we're, we're no, 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 no. I was really oh. hoping he was going to sing the electric slide. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you can see okay. me. It's electric. Woogie, woogie, woogie. All right. Now, oh, shocking. It's electric. No okay. Comment. All right. Now we're going to jump over and Kyle's favorite segment that he, he wanted to be on this show so bad. What was the worst thing that you saw this weekend? Well, I got two on this list. Uh, number one, I took in the Naugatuck Wolkett game, and everybody, uh, the one thing that Wolkett knew, uh, everybody knew about Wolkett from last year is that uh, new coach, Matt Hovey, uh, who had come over from North Dakota. Uh, made his entire living last year on not punting the football. So they went through nine and a half games last year not punting, uh, got to Thanksgiving, were clinging to a lead against Holy Cross, and punted the football twice, and uh, karma struck, and they ended up losing that game. Hmm. Uh, so it was the start of the 2018 season, uh, hosting Naugatuck, and Wolkett punted uh, pretty much every single time that they had an opportunity, aside from one fake inside the 10 that was Ill, uh, ill-fated. Uh, <laughs> so that was disappointing. We like to see someone go all in on a game plan. But, yeah, uh, that was a little – that is disappointing. Yeah, but uh, so th- that era is uh, short-lived well, and over. I know the guys up at the Valley were just even oh, – the cranks, Incredulous. They wanted, like, you to be, you know – Doing wing double wings and yeah. right basically yeah it's um the the guys up in <laughs> I, I, what I imagine happened is someone said uh, to to the Wolkett folks hey um you we need to stop doing that because uh, it was really uh, we 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 shouldn't do that it's well, unbecoming do you, do you of a valley think, guy do you think he kind of change up the game plan because they were playing Naugatuck, no. who was supposed to be pretty good this year. And the no, game I don't, I don't, I don't imagine so. I, maybe. I didn't ask after the game. Like, um, do you think he'll go back to it when he's playing a, an opponent that he knows that they can beat? I think he'll be uh, – I, I don't think he's going to be the guy to be punting on fourth and short in midfield, um, although he did punt, I think, on, like, fourth and eight, like, going into Naugatuck territory, which at that point I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was disappointing. And uh, just quickly, um, an attention to all public address announcers. Oh, yes. Give it. Do it. Just do your job. Like, stop talking unless oh it's God, it's down distance, <laughs> player through, player caught, player ran. That's it. This down. Penalty. That's it. Just stop. And actually Otherwise, give accurate stop. yardage. But that, <laughs> and if you can't give accurate yardage, just take. Okay, it'll be third yeah, down. Yeah, there was a game that I was at uh, this week, and and I don't want to specifically point it out, but um, the home team got called for a penalty. They moved them back, and the guy says, oh, and they're going to move us back. It's not going to matter anyway. The next play, the kid took it 70 yards. Yeah. And you could hear the PA guy saying, I told you it wasn't going to matter. I told you it wasn't going to matter. Listen, like, you are not You are running. not a play-by-play announcer right. in the press. That, exactly. is the, that is the biggest thing with you. I've, I've been doing this many, many years. Here <clears> we go. go. I'm not saying it. No, yeah, there's been a, a lot of people comp- complain on the on the Game Time CD blog about how you know this this 
happened at this place and this happened at that place. The guys think they're, uh, you know, they're L. Michaels or it is a very simple whatever. job. Yeah, they they, they feel like yeah, yeah they feel like that that they got a mic and you got to have a yeah. you got to have a whole shtick. But anyway, I just want to hear who scored and that's yeah. it. And I want accurate yardage because like some of us were on the field. It's it's kind of sometimes like me. I you know I confuse some of the two lines and I'm like oh, Kyle, that was a 15 yard play. Kyle's like they, they were on the 20, Pete. You know. Should shout out the late great Jim Bransfield in this spot here. Oh yeah, Jim was Jim doing was, nonsense. No, he is a PA announcer, right? And there. he would constantly rail against guys who were completely went off the rails. Yeah, that's. I mean, it was. It, it is annoying. Every game I went to this weekend, especially when you're filming the game for yeah. like highlight clips, and you hear this guy <laughs> screaming, "Grab the rail! He went all the way down the left sideline. It's a touchdown!" Yeah, like and they're not, losing fifty to seven. Yeah. you know. Like, or when they're losing and, like, they make a good stop and they're like, great job, defense. You shouldn't be speaking when the play is still happening. I, like, last year I was at a game and a team was lining up for a punt and the PA announcer said, watch for the fake. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Swear to God. I'll tell you after who it was. I need to hear that. Did they fake it? uh, No. I almost, like, died. I was like, this is the most. You almost died. Kyle, I think you were actually at this game with me. You are a high school girl. Kyle, I think you were at this game with me. I literally almost died. Kyle, I think you were at this game with me last year. And we were only at like two games together last year. Thank God. But uh, what were some of your worst things of the uh, that you saw this week, Sean? Um, the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> In Fairfield County continues to be god Nobody's ever beaten the Van Wick. No. Nope. <laughs> the merit. <laughs> yeah. I could tell you I came as close as – well, like, the funny part was – they actually moved the Greenwich Trumbull game back 15, 20 minutes. So I was able to get there at the beginning of the second quarter, but not after. You Greenwich. left at halftime. No, too. no, oh, no, just... no. I, I left right toward the end of the St. Joseph game because, as we all know, last year I left at halftime of the Ridgefield game and they were down 28 points and they came back to win. So this time I was like, even though you were there with a camera, it didn't matter. Yeah, no, you weren't going to leave I, yet. But I still I felt like I owed it to karma or whatever <laughs> that I stay there. To the football gods. Never want to piss yeah. off the so football So I think I left gods. about eight minutes. And then I got on the parkway, and it was like bumper to bumper. I guess that's why they had to postpone it because Staples – no, Staples. I think Mars is there. Uh, it was Trumbull. Trumbull had – Bumped into traffic too, and trying to get them. There was traffic going the other way too on the highway. But I mean, it was it like me forever to get home. It was literally like all back roads for me. Twenty. For it was me. like 20, 25 miles an hour. It, that that's how far from Trumbull to Greenwich. It was. Yeah, there was, was a few there dead was, stops too. There was a lot of traffic in the St. Joe's parking lot after Kyle and I let it go. We hung out. We I did hate, a little we, bit of work in the vehicle, work and then we were done. I hate you, Fairfield County. Yeah. Traffic. And then uh, that's it. It's like the worst. It it is the worst. You know what, Lars. Pedersen from St. Joseph said that one day on Twitter, he goes, they need like a double decker on these freaking highways. It's going to happen one day. <laughs> right? I mean, in the future at some point. Classic right? flying. Yeah, car. as soon as they make that bridge from Long Island to Fairfield County that they're, that they're planning oh, right. on doing. Okay. Pete, what about your worst? Um, my worst was uh, right off the bat, St. Joe's football playlist is the worst thing in the world. Too much black eyed peas. The world, though? It, it's the worst playlist I've ever heard at you a high school You know Pete. Game. Pete I'm is human hyperbole. But it is... It, it is just not good. I just too much black eyed peas. It was literally killing him. It was. I was dying on the sideline. But the the people there were a bunch of parents in the stands who were dancing. Oh my god! <laughs> the oh. only ones who liked there it were like the football three, moms. Everyone's looking around and we're like, why is this song playing? And they played like four or five different 
uh, songs. Keep running, running, and running, running, and like we're looking around. I'm like nobody is even listening. And then there was like three Saint Joe's moms who yes, were like there was a down woman wearing the, the camo jersey. Yeah, going. Yeah. They were just going wild in the stands to this good song. For, and good I for was them. Like, so I, I actually you know tweeted about it, and the players agree with me. Um, Phil. Phil Passmeg, the All-State tight end, now receiver, he agreed. And then a former player even tweeted, said, how many years have we been trying to get that fixed? This so, all goes back to the PA guy. Yep. Yeah, that, and I, there it is. Had to be involved. <laughs> and then uh, some of the other things, um, I also I didn't get a pretzel this weekend, which was really sad. Oh, great. Um, so that was really You sad. walked out I of the did. <laughs> I did. I did. We walked out of uh, St. Joe's, and they had four pretzels like out there. And I was like, yo, how, how much for a pretzel? Like, I get it for the walkout. This is a half hour after the game has ended. Yeah. And the lady's like, oh, these are new. They're not ready yet. I'm like, like why are the game's we making over? new pretzels a yeah. half hour after the game? After over. the game. So I, God I couldn't bl- get a You know what? They do it right there. They those do. back, those you oh, pull right little... into the field right there, and you can tailgate and yeah. watch the game right, right, the right up against. The Absolutely, gate. that's Absolutely. one of the best setups I've it ever is. seen in high school it was, football. It was, and they had the little bar stool seats too. So that, good, uh, yeah, yeah. That you could sit there. Dwayne oh, Sheridan and his crew there. He has his whole crew. That's uh, Jaden Sheridan's dad. Yep. who's all state at Stratford. He he has a, like a prime spot right in the end zone right there, and Love he has that. a whole. They they bring out a whole spread. That we had gotten there maybe even a little early, they would have been there first. Well, we got there early. Well, you I, told us to park way down low, so we yeah. couldn't even interact well, with the tailgate. No, Sean, that was the right. It was move, the right because if we had to leave, we would have been able to. People get out were real parking quick. on the uh, the road the across Parkway, the street. Yeah. They're you know up and down that. And, and then, that's a uh, dangerous area. Yes. That loop right there. And then the one last thing is the worst thing that I saw this week. Well, Kyle and I. This is a kind of a combo between oh. Kyle and I. While we were waiting to park, there was a, a St. Joe's student and his friend who was parking his car, and it was the worst parking job we had ever this seen. This kid split the parking line right down the middle. <laughs> it was, oh, and then he, he refixed it, and, and we kind of helped him get, uh, get to he the spot. He refixed it? He, like, pulled out, and we kind of waved him Just, in. No. And, you know, and then it turned out he was the he was the guy who was leading the St. Joe's fan group. So Came out with a, a cape and cardboard yeah, cutout. Is, that, is he, that the guy I put Yeah, on his the... photo's on the, on the website. He is a much better fan group leader than he is a partner. No, for. I mean the top ten. I put a, a fan in the top ten. Oh, no, ten. no, no, that's not him. He didn't have the red cape on. Wow. So right. uh, that was our best and worst things of the week. That's our, our new segments that we're putting in. Yeah. Um, all right, now this is where Sean shines. Sean, take us down the um Take pole. me down to the Paradise City. Okay. The new Boy, uh, today is like we're going to have to pay royalties pole. on yeah. the sing-alongs. Yeah, I know. This is not good, guys. <laughs> I don't think we can. Take <laughs> me. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So the yeah. new top ten is out. Obviously, yeah. Uh, new just Canaan, dropped number one. New Canaan lost. This just dropped about an hour ago. So Sean, take us. Take us through it. I would appreciate no interruptions, Pete. Well, then don't delay. Let's go. Okay. Here we go. At number ten, Team Paguaga, Bloomfield, your boys. Multiple of them. I know you said it was my boys, but they it, are your boys. Bloomfield. Uh, I, will, I don't think they should be in the top ten. Though. Bloomfield jumps in there at number ten. Uh, they whipped up on Plainville, fifty-three nothing. The John, fighting Tim Shays. Could, could John Butler had a uh, game and a half? Um, Pete was there. He could probably tell about all about it later. But number nine, Naugatuck defeated Wolcott fourteen to nothing, and I, I would not have guessed that score for the Greyhounds. Greyhounds, rah rah rah. But the uh, the Salazzo Gear Two begins with a victory as a ranked team, um, and at number eight, Killingly. Which whipped up on the fighting Jimmy's, <laughs> yeah, the fighting Jimmy Zanner, the team Zanner, <laughs> Jimmy, who said that he was the one who voted them number one last week in a column in the Norwich Bulletin. We love you, Jimmy. Big fans. Yeah, 
Um, uh, and Zaya Harriet uh, went nuts in killing me off the, the, the post-Spencer Lockwood era. They get a big win over Plainfield. Like, we kind of saw that coming down the pike. New Canaan, number seven, drops. Uh, Precipitous also, drop, yeah, as they said. But not com- complete catastro- catastrophic drop. They did not drop out of the pole uh, with their 28 to nothing loss to St. Joseph. Coming in number six, your boy Raquan Tompkins, East Hartford, with their uh, 41-7 victory over South Windsor to start the season. They jump up from number eight. Number five, the Shelton Gales jumping up from number six despite a pretty dicey uh, first game against Cheshire, 17-10, but they pull it out. Jake Falanga with a couple uh, turnovers late. Number three, the Hand Tigers of Madison whooped up on Hill House. Are you narrating an NFL film right now? Yeah. Hand comes in at number four. Thank you. Uh, with three first place votes, they uh, beat up on Hill House. Number three is Darianne sitting pretty with five Darianne. first place votes after they beat up Ridgefield pretty handily and despite having a new quarterback and uh, lots of new faces on that team. So, And then uh, moving on up to number two, Greenwich stays there at number two uh, after they beat Trumbull 42-7 with about 800 million penalties in the first half. But uh, other than that, they look pretty good. Picked up a bunch of first-place votes. Yeah, they did. They got 10 first-place votes. And then number your number one team is, yeah, we don't need a drum roll for this, St. Joseph for the first time, mind you, since 1991. I remember that year well. I uh, just started, out. They, they started the season number one and then promptly lost their first game to Darianne, and they were never number one since. Wow. And they got 12 first place votes. They yeah, they got they edged, I don't say edge, but they edged Greenwich by about 18 points. And and there you go. So, I just found out the other day that they're not cadets anymore. Uh no. not for football. For football they're the Hawks. That's, let's that's yes, asinine, let's, I'm sorry. Let's squash no, it's that. Not. No. Listen, you can. I don't care. You're going to call yourself one or the other. You can't call your football team a different name than the rest of your sports. Yes, you can. No, I a, totally that, no, strong no, disagree. No, no. This is how we got strong. Track. Strong disagree. You what and you and John Nash can go bowling. Do you stand here? <laughs> you and John Nash. John Nash refuses. Huh? What, what was the question? On what foundation do you sit to tell me that a school can call itself one thing in one sport and the rest in another? sport? Am I the only one who's who picturing cares? Kyle and John going bowling? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so earlier, look at their helmet. They got a hog there. They got a hog I'm mascot. Fine. If you want to call yourself hogs in all sports, that's well, fine. Well, you can't call the girls' teams hogs. Well, then you right? can't call yourself all right. hogs at all. Anyway, you call yourself lady hogs. So that's the no. top ten for this I week. I guess you could call. In them no girls. surprise, St. Joe's was number one. I think a lot of people thought that would happen. Speaking of that, we opened up a survey this past week to our listeners. Um, for because everyone you know says, oh, if I had a vote, you know, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Well, no, you do. Um, so we had <laughs> yeah. seventy hey, responses. You're, the, yeah, you're so smart, Paul. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, <laughs> we're smarter than you, Paul. Had get this, the first three, four, five teams the same, six and seven were the same teams flipped, eight was the same. And nine and ten were different. So they had Southington at ten and Sonia at nine. Southington was very close to being ten. I think it was like uh, just only two points yeah. off. And then Killingly both had eight. East Hartford at seven. They're at six in the media poll. New Canaan six. They're seven in the media poll. Shelton at five. Hand at four. Darien at three. Greenwich at two. And St. Charles at one. Right. So we are not that much different. Right. See, this is the thing. 
I think that if we had done this the week before, they all would have gone in on New Camp. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. You know I mean, we got killed. Here, yeah. It, some guy said that we should be uh, ashamed and embarrassed. For well, don't New worry. Camp. That's yeah, why we're sports then. people. Yep. yep. We're already ashamed. I mean, yeah. With the, the, when we first brought that up, we're like, have you talked to a real <laughs> sports writer who? before? Yeah. <laughs> but there were a lot of teams that actually, and, you know, there were some that I had to throw out, like the yeah. people who filled out the top three and then say, who cares? No, the, the Giants or the Jets. <laughs> the Bills. Well, listen, the Buffalo Bills, the way they play last week, probably belong in a high school. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we had thir- 30 different two, 32 different schools got votes. You know, it is uh, what it is. Thing. I think we're going to do it a different way next week right, because this was a little hard to get. The way, the way at least I conduct the poll is that you at least go around, you try and find out who has what back, you know, how good they are, if they got scholarships and all that stuff. And you kind of talk it out to other yeah. coaches. Like I talked to, a, you know, maybe about five, six, seven, eight, nine coaches over the course of a week. And then they kind of develop my opinion of it because based on what they know, they know more than I do, obviously. Yeah. Um, and that's how you kind of do it. So then a lot of people do that around the state. I know Ned does it and then Ned yeah. calls me and we all talk together. And that's how we get the poll together. Yeah. We all kind of discuss to each other well, who we're going to vote number one. And then we all do it. And that's it's based on a lot of information and talking about yeah. people. That's why. So that means the poll represents the general consensus, not just from the writers and the broadcasters, but from all coaches all yeah, over the place. Exactly. And so that's what drives relatively me Relatively, sometimes the coaches poll and the media poll are relatively much, the same. I mean, they might differ on a number one team, but that's about it. I will say that some of us do what Sean just described, but I would say the majority do not. Yes. And just kind of rank them. Based on a couple of different things, based on, you know, and then, yes, and then you get into the season and writer X from this town, oh, well, we cover these guys, you know, I should throw them a vote. And Pete even just said earlier he voted for some teams just because he wanted to get some clicks over the Game Time website. No, 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 that's not. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's not what I said. (laughs) Is that that right? That is not what I said. Pete, is is that right? I voted Maloney, and I was right. A man of no integrity. Um, So speaking of that, shout out, and I'm going to call out some of these people who voted one. You guys spell terribly. I can't tell you how many misspellings of the word of the name Darian, but that's one. And two, so many people voted Windsor high. Did, did anyone forget that Windsor lost this week? Yeah, they only lost. They lost late. I mean, it's like the day. It's like well, so did New Canaan. We didn't. New Canaan probably New Canaan lost. lost to St. Joe. Hold on a second though. But, but yeah, but Maloney Weeks has a, have a team to watch. We think we, we, last week we just they said were voting good. them. See, this is the same conversation we had last year. They were voting them ahead of Maloney. You can't do that. Well, all right, but but, but New Canaan lost, and they lost even worse than Windsor. At least Windsor yeah. was competitive. Well, they're, like, but New they're Cannon. from the CCC. They're from the FCI. It's right. Really oh, right. Yeah, that's how that works. Okay. Yep. But I, mean, I think strength of schedule. I mean, they were number one. Included. Granted. Yeah, but strength they, of schedule should be included. No, I I agree with that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I thought it was interesting that people were. And granted, it's a we had a few Windsor top fifteen votes. Yeah. I know. I think they should, but you can't vote them ahead of Maloney. No. And that's what some people... I mean, this happened last year with St. Joe's, so I don't want to get into it yeah. again. I think I forgot to put Windsor in my top 15 now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, well... Oh, well. They lost. Yeah, they lost. I, no shame. They'll be back. No soup for you. Oh, of course they will. All right, so that was a listener's poll. We're probably going to do that again. We're probably going to try and do more interactive stuff with the listeners to get them involved because they love to tell us how <laughs> how wrong we are. As long as um, they can stay behind their keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now we're gonna uh, we're gonna dive in. Uh, you know, we went to a bunch of games this weekend. We haven't dove in, um, yet. so we're gonna dive into that. And uh, obviously, first off, we're gonna talk about St. Joe's and New Canaan. Right. I mean, I think the best way to describe it is, you know, we nailed our picks. We were yep. all one hundred percent right. We were awesome. 
Well, well yeah. what, do, what do we all have? All right, oh, well. actually, we have to shout out Will Aldum, our coworker who actually picked St. Joe's. He's right. the only one in the pickums to pick. We St. were Joe's. we were going to do pick section, and it just didn't. We just couldn't pull it together. But so Will is texting me on my way on my way out of St. Joseph. He's like, he's like, ha ha ha! I'm so fired <laughs> up. I'm eight and two in my picks, and I'm like, I didn't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> Well, he, I'm like, good job, man. He emailed me, and his email was like, going to shock the world. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Uh, if, well, credit where credit's due, I was the only one to pick Maloney, too, so whatever. Yeah, okay. Um, but that was a homer pick by me. You're in... I'm P, I'm, P I, is... Just stop. I'm just... I'm done with this. P has this bizarre connection to places where he used to work. Yeah. Like, he still goes back to Tor- Thomaston every once in a while to make ne- sure everyone's been, okay. I haven't been to oh, Thomaston Thomas in like four years. Oh, now he's Maloney Pete. But you know what? If they don't keep up with him, he gets really upset. He does get a little upset. He they, gets stop, upset. they stop I tweeting do. at him. I do. Like Norwalk, he was in Norwalk for a year, and they is, all forgot about him. forgotten. That's fine. And, and Pete's like, I forgot about them. you know what? <laughs> Persona non grata. They're all out. My new team is whoever he's covering at the time. <laughs> now it's Now it's all the record journal you know, teams anyway. that he covered. The game the other day, though, that that was really a who's who. I mean, not to say that any of us are important, because I certainly am not, but there was pretty much anybody in the state media scene who was anybody to be anybody was pretty much there. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, we it was all, we, you know, the three One, of two, us. Three. three of us, Ned. Uh, we had uh, Joe's all own. TV. Yeah, Joe was there. We had Jeff Jacobs uh, there. You Eric Dobratz. Uh, Eric was there. Uh, Gabby from, from NBC. Yep. CT Sports Now was there. Dave. Uh, Mike Quick was there. Dave Rudin Dave was Rudin there. Dave Rudin was there. Right. Mike There's Quick. everybody. Quite, yeah. quite, a, quite a showing from the state media. Which yeah. Oh, and Anthony Pirelli, who's with us. Yes, yeah, of course. Who wrote our I mean, game story. So, yeah. so we got a sampling of, of quite a few voters in the poll who were, I mean, almost 10, I would guess. Yeah. Um, you know, so, which is to me, like... I'm not going to say anyone's got to go out of their way to go watch games, but like you, you should be watching as much yeah, as you can. Right. I and think if you want to do a if good you job, were, if you vote in the poll and you had time to spare to go down there and yeah. watch the game, I, you should have been there. Yeah, I mean, like obviously, like us being there was not a surprise, but it was really nice to see the TV stations that normally don't yep. go down to Fairfield mm. County because it's really not in their demographic. Right, you know that is, that is interesting. Seeing NBC Channel Three and uh, Channel Eight I there was awesome and showed really how important tr- that game was. Trumbull might be no. If you're no. in Fairfield, Fairfield no. County, does not count towards the Nielsen. Right, he would know more of the yep. Hartford. Right, so they, that's stations. why those no, Hartford stations don't come down no, to Fairfield correct. County. But it was much. good to see them there that because they the knew how big that game was, market. and people people around the state needed wanted to know. I mean, the Twitter activity behind that game was awesome too. How many people were following along? Because people wanted to see. Yeah, it was nice. It was it was fun, and that's that's a nice big game. I mean, it's week one and everything, so that you, was. Fun. You want to people complained after New Canyon got beat twenty eight yeah. nothing that New Canyon should have been number one. You know, I was glad they were number one. I mean, you know, they had all of the they guys. Been. But the, here, no, here's the thing about it. That game got a. It was a nice way to kick off the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one, you have a number three. I mean, yeah, they could have been number two and number three and whatever, but it's still you have a number one team, and you yeah. have, it was a big first showdown. Nice way to get us started. You know, we'll get into the season now, but that was a nice way to start. And I and I wonder too if the team sort of felt it because that first half was bad football. Oh my god, it was not good. And obviously, it continued that way for New Canaan pretty much the entire game. Yeah, Drew, Pine, Drew Pine played a little bit better in the second half. Um, Made a couple of really nice throws. He. But yeah, the, but he was the mostly St. Joe's defensive front was having a amazing. day up up with the uh, New Canaan offensive line, and they got to Pine a lot. I don't know what the final sack number it was, was. It was weird though watching that offensive line, and you know everyone's like, "Oh, they have two D one guys. There's no reason why they should rush for minus one yard." It's like if you were watching the game, like Jack Conley, who's normally a tackle, in the second drive is 
playing center. And like they looked like they had a lot of moving pieces mm. going on mid game, which you obviously never want to do. I mean, Jack Conley even punted. Mm. Uh, that was the most bizarre thing I think I've ever seen. Seeing an offensive lineman who's gigantic punting, I, and the snap was at his feet. He had to pick it up. They right. had a lot of issues. Bo- both you know, teams were not sharp. You know? If either team plays like that in the playoffs, neither yeah. one is winning a state championship. No. Wow, St. Joe. If St. Joe's played <clears throat> the way that it played on offense for most of that game, it's not winning a state championship. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, we were wrong. I don't, about I turned don't over think, the ball three times in the I first I don't think half. they're going to play that way. Oh, I don't think so. I'm not saying I think they're going to. I'm yeah. saying if, if they, they do, do yeah. but you know it's what? not going it to was, It was impressive to see because St. Joe's went from throwing the ball a lot early, and then they went to the run game, and that's when yep. they kind of pulled away. And Jaden Jaden Sheridan, what are you, uh, a buck eight, a buck yeah. away, two, two, uh, two It, it took a little while for them to actually go to him. And once they did, once they had the lead and they were able to kind of, oh, well, we should run the ball. And he, he really – did a nice job. You know who else? I mean, you talk about the defensive line. Uh, the nose tackle, Jermaine Williams, he was like 300 pounds. He was really causing a lot of havoc up front. I thought he played great. And I know Mike Quick was talking about him and, and pumping him up. And Yeah. You know. Yeah, uh, Phil Passman mentioned him after the game. He, now, he really showed up in this yeah. Even game. I, I thought Passman for really not – I don't think he caught a touchdown pass. No, he had those two He, he had a couple catches, of big catches. Yeah. But for a guy who just – he didn't make a scoring impact, just it always felt like he was – In the middle making, of everything. Yeah, he was making yeah. an impact somehow. Like yeah. your eye went to him at certain points of the yeah. game. I mean, and he, it made, was, it was he made a, that really nice catch in yeah. the opening drive uh, down the seam. And then uh, I want to say it was on one of the drives where they scored. It was like a third down, and Dave Summers threw it between two defenders. Phil caught it, stayed in bounds, was able to kind of get a couple more yards before getting knocked out of bounds, and they were able to score on that drive. I believe so. Yeah. My takeaway from the quarterback play was that you can see why both guys have obviously high high college commitments because their arms are strong as it gets. They both show the ability to make those throws. They just, to me, didn't show it, A, consistently, and B, I thought both of them tried to force some throws, which I think is probably a bit of a natural instinct when, okay, first game of the season, obviously everyone knows, you know, I know that I need to carry the team to some degree. And, um, you know, it's it's a it's a rivalry game really between those yeah. two. So I thought they felt it and forced it a little bit early. But there were there were moments, and even Pine, I know he doesn't feel like he played his best game probably, but there were some throws, especially in the second half, you're like, Okay, yeah, uh, that's yeah, why he. I remember. I think he dropped one in between like three defenders, yes. and and you looked Deep. at me and you said, oh, "Okay, well that makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like that was a really that was a big time throw, and Summers made a couple of those yep. too. I mean, Summers even had that. It was an interception in the end zone to Jesse Bike, but I, I mean, it was an interception because the New Canaan defender pulled it right out of his hands. But yeah. I mean, that was a it was great a pretty good throw. throw. Yeah. I thought the it it was very interesting that in a game of that billing and that number one both quarterbacks did not play particularly right, well right yeah. and it was a defensive struggle that was just bizarre how many inter- how many turnovers they have in I the think first there were half five, i think there were five or six in the first half i think there were six half. in the first I, half I, yeah pretty sure it was it some in the first half i think i cuz Pirelli's tweet uh, Summers had three picks. Yes. Pine had two picks yeah, and, a and a fumble. fumble. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, it was, so it, it was, was not. A, it, was it was not, not well clean. played. And I think you saw to kind of segue a little bit. I, I think you saw this in a lot of games. I mean, I know the coaches talked about. It. Everyone was like, "Yeah, we were out of sync." First game jitters, but I think that that week of heat and everybody being all out of sorts with their practices. Uh, not getting enough reps and then a shortened practice time mm. as it is, yeah. I really, really, really had an impact in this f- first week. I, I certainly that was got the sense of that in my game. I mean, my Naugatuck Wolf game that games. I was at, 
I, I Nogatuck's offense did not look good. And granted, they've got some new pieces in there and a new quarterback they were trying to work in. But yeah, I got the sense that, especially like on the offensive line, that's where to me, you and I think a lot of coaches would agree, you feel that timing being off and the routines off yeah. and, and the technique being off, especially early in the season. And that was, to me, Nogatuck's Achilles heel in that game. And, and I think New Canaan's offensive line probably suffered from the same sort of, yeah. okay, yeah. we're not. And, and, and all the shuffles, too, with guys yeah, being that in different was just spots. Weird. But, I mean, hearing Lou, La- uh, Lou, La- <laughs> Lou Marinelli's talk after the game and then reading Jeff's comments, he spoke to him a little bit. Boy, he seemed so surprised like you know when like a coach you know well, and they lose join a game. the club Lou. no i know but like you know when a coach like loses a game and they'll even be like oh you know like we we hadn't been practicing well i could see this coming whether or not they believed it or not lou was so honest he's like i'm just stunned like he was so surprised at i was what stunned happened. That, listen i share what he was talking about i mean the game the night before i saw shelton which i you know can score in bunches they had all their guys back looked like they were just starting they would look like a jv outfit it was and I, and I know jake roberts was hurt going in and but they could get nothing going on. it was just a night and a weekend for defenses for the most part i mean yeah, except for my game yeah <laughs> few, but but for the big team the top 10 teams yeah. uh even greenwich you know greenwich beat trumbull 42 to 7 and it probably could have been worse but they committed a lot of bad penalties, a lot of procedure penalties, and then when they got frustrated, they they started committing a lot of unsportsmanlike penalties. And you know, Trumbull was hanging in there, and they're doing real, a really nice job against yeah. them. But their defense was able to, you know, but I mean, Greenwich just shot themselves in the foot constantly. Yeah. So and then I asked John and Marianne about that, and I said, and and they all say the same thing. Well, not an excuse. I think everybody I think has a built-in excuse yeah. this time. Mm-hmm. I think the lack of practice time, and then all the heat, everyone's not practicing in heat anymore yeah. that's like a no-no now uh, uh they had what what 10 days practicing maybe? in your gym is not the same as practicing outdoor no, obviously right happened. and you can't hit either yeah. that's the other thing you can't it's it was just a weird like even the games like i said like you said you know the games that i had were, were uh, really high scoring like the teams that even quote-unquote played good defense it really wasn't they just the other the offenses were just getting in their own way mm. i mean you know bloomfield everyone you know oh bloomfield beat plainville 53 nothing like let's vote him in the top 10 like don't get me wrong bloomfield's good they have a lot of weapons and they showed that plainville starting quarterback was out before the game even started they moved their best player to quarterback and he gets hurt and he's out for the game on the second or third play like plainville went in with a Poor sophomore Tim. who would, had been playing quarterback since april like they couldn't move the ball. The kid's second snap went over his head and outside the end zone. Like, Bloomfield, yeah, they pitched a shutout, but they're, I mean, they had one kid, he had three sacks, and yeah, it was great, but like, their defense isn't, they haven't proved anything to me yet. There have been some stuff out there, like how great their defense is. It's like, well, they didn't, they should have done that. If a sophomore quarterback's coming in with no snaps no, under his belt yeah. in a game, you should hold him to zero points. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much that would have regular guy was in there. I mean, he, I'm sure I've, I've heard good things about him. But. No, what I'm just saying is that this should have happened. It's not like Plainfield went out, uh, Plainfield, uh, Bloomfield went, uh, went out and played this great game on defense. Like, Plainfield wasn't moving the ball. They couldn't move the ball. But Yeah, well, during the club with everybody, like Shelton <laughs> and, and Cheshire couldn't move the ball. Yep. Um, Cheshire played really well. Um, I mean, Shelton looked like they were dropping passes. They just looked completely lost. I and mean, again, maybe it had to do with all this stuff and the fact their quarterback, you know, got injured the week yeah. before and didn't get a lot of reps. 
So it was yeah, kind of a usually that week one you have that you know you're feeling out. You, 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 you that's kinda, why you almost don't like to see that St. Joe's New Canaan game. Yeah, in week that's one. fair. Like you kind of like to see it maybe week three. But know? I do like a kickoff game. It is. Game, it is. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's. You got pros and cons on both. You know, yeah. it is cool to have that big kickoff weekend, like Sean said. And but you wonder, and we're not going to get to see him play again. You wonder how much better the game might be if they both have two months of games under their belts, have everything oiled up. So. Yeah. How about um, so St. Joe and Greenwich do not play, so if things kind of stay. I mean, somehow St. Joe beats Darianne, right? Right? In yeah, they weeks. play week three. Uh, let's say they beat. You know, now you have this thing. They'll never play. It's not even like St. Joe's in Class Double L, um, which really bugs me. Greenwich <laughs> play New Canaan and Darianne. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I think they play. Dar- uh, they don't play Darianne Greenwich. Oh, so if they both go undefeated. That's going to be interesting. That's, yeah, I mean, that's if, if they th- both go undefeated and win, they'll both have wins over New Canaan and Darien. Yeah, that's right. going to be interesting. I, you have yeah. to go to the BCS rankings. <laughs> <laughs> to go to the um, polls. While Sean looks that up, Kyle, what did you you uh, you mentioned Nogatuck? Yep. Um, obviously fourteen nothing. You said they were working on new things. Are they as good as everyone kind of has made them out to be? Um, see, I heard all this. Oh, well, Nogatuck's supposed to be really, really good from from like people that you don't usually hear that about. Or, or, or from so I kind of wanted to go see him to kind of figure out yeah. okay where is this coming from um, you know Dave Salazzo is a really good coach he was a division one PCS coach for you know a decade and a half two decades for a reason because um, they looked really good defensively up front now Wolkett is usually better than I, they're not going to they're just going to wow, struggle that, this year they, they're due for a down year because they've been pretty consistently good for like the last decade the defense seemed like it's okay um, Philippone and to me, it was more of Nogatuck's kind of in a bit. They dropped a touchdown pass clean, clear as day, and they had a, a touchdown taken off the board with a hold that was maybe a hold. Um, to me, it's just the same sort of thing. Offensive line, I don't really think was quite in sync yet. Um, new quarterback who, um, you know, he's going to have to to settle in, and you know, again, first first start for a kid. Um, so they didn't want to put everything on them yet. They'll they'll be solid. I I still think they're probably going to end up going nine and zero into Thanksgiving. I wouldn't slam dunk that or anything. Um, I don't. It's too early for me to tell with them. I think they're good enough to keep an eye on. I'm going to try. I think going to go see Ansonia and Holy Cross this Friday to see how good the other side is. Yeah. And then uh, you know we'll go from there. But I, I I think it's too early to be putting any. Boy, they're gonna beat Ansonia, or hey, they got a chance to you know make a run in Class L. I I, I wouldn't go that. That far was yet. speaking of Ansonia. That was a real Ansonia yeah. style. I mean, it, the names changed, but the the way they won was this exact same <laughs> I, thing. I, Score a lot in the first yes. quarter, listen, go up, and then <laughs> they're they're gonna have two challenging games in the regular season. It's gonna be Seymour and it's gonna be Nogatuck. Yeah, and I saw a tweet the other day that they were beating Waterbury Career by like it was like forty two to nothing, and the tweet came out from a employer former employer up in uh, the greater waterbury region uh that had something to the effect of uh oh boy look like those reports of ansonia being down are are nonsense or whatever yeah. and i pretty much responded i'm hesitant to give up or down on anybody based on a performance against a waterbury school yeah um so yeah. i mean it'll it'll be a little bit more telling with the holy cross game this week although holy cross isn't what it used to be so yeah. but let's just wait till thanksgiving mm. absolutely and then um 
you know, the other big game in the state we talked about before, Maloney finally beats Windsor. Mm. Windsor was ranked. They the Ogres, the Fighting Ogres. The fighting Ogres. Elliot Good threw two Elliot touchdowns. Good. I mean, Maloney was leading the whole game, and Windsor Windsor came back, made it close, and Maloney scored at the end to win. So, so good. Was Elliot good. good was good. Nice. Well, That's well, going to be a well long done. Yeah. It's good. Well done, Sean. <laughs> well, until good is bad, he was good. Now, they don't. If I remember correctly, their their uh, their schedule, their slate is rather clear moving forward. There, yes. very much so is. If, if, if that was it, I, yeah. I the, believe it's a lot like last year's where they lost to Windsor and then mm. won out, and went nine and one. Um, so there's a pretty good shot that we're looking at Maloney so going is, in with uh, Sean going to put out the first hashtag clinched tweet <laughs> of the year. Usually Ned gets on that first, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they go. This is Maloney. All right, now that Windsor's out of the way, that was a huge win. They go Harper Public. Bristol Eastern, both. I don't. Did Harper Public play last week? I don't, yes, they lost. Okay, so that's two teams with two uh, two losses. EO Smith will be a, a, a really interesting game because yep. they, you know, they beat Bristol Eastern. Then I don't know if EO Smith is a, quite the same team it was a year, year ago, but we'll see. And then they go Bristol Central, and then it starts to go uphill. Bristol Central, Weathersfield, which lost. Yeah, but I think they're going to be. St- I still think they're going to be better. I stand by that. Farmington, which had lost, and Newington, which I think won. Yeah, Farmington. I saw but them on still, Thursday. Connor, which Platt. law? I mean, and that's it. And then and they, then, then they've been Platt. And I, I would think Maloney right, right now is favored in all those games. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, they say you know against your rivals, you throw out. You know, Platt could have beat Maloney on Thanksgiving yeah. last year. Oh yeah, but I, and that's I think always, I think Maloney's offense. Is that's a one of different. the best. The Stoddard. Not Stoddard Bowl. Stoddard yeah. Bowl is one of the best uh, Thanksgiving Day rivals. Yeah. So, I sure. mean, there's a good shot that they. I mean, this is a big. Those cross hurdle for them too. The There's yeah. so much fun. So oh my god! Good. They yeah. get the entire towns and cities there. It's it really it just goes back to say Xavier and Middletown. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's absolutely. To get it together. I don't care what. Yeah, I mean that's that's a yeah. no brainer. That is a no brainer. But uh, anything else? Any other games we want to touch on around the state? Oh, that's uh, how about an NFA? Yeah. Xavier. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna chat a little NFA. Uh, actually, that's a good segue. We'll jump into right. our um. Our top performances around the state this week. Uh, NFA's Jonathan Pierre recorded four sacks. Yeah. Did you see the film Xavier. on him? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. He was chasing uh, Xavier's quarterback down from, like, like LT from the backside, <laughs> going toward the end zone. Not toward the end zone, to the sideline. Yeah. The guy came all the way around and, and sacked him. And he looked, looked like, I mean, it, it, Dan. Yeah. Um, Zupano from uh, CG Sports yeah. Now was, was was like, you got to remember this name. And sure yeah. enough, I was watching. I'm like, woo, I watched his huddle film last night. Yeah. Four and, sacks uh, in a game. Is... That's pretty good. Well, I mean, uh, there was a kid from, you know, Smith had five sacks oh, yeah. in, in their first. And you got to forgive me because I There's forget so his many name. Names. But go but ahead. Just, yeah, you... just a couple of guys I wanted to run down. Obviously, we talked uh, East Hartford's Quan Tompkins, five rushing touchdowns. Uh, we, got, we got this tweet. Morgan's quarterback, J.P. Nye. Threw for 364 yards, three touchdowns, and yeah, a rushing touchdown the in their win. Coach's son. Yeah, big. He's um, a lot of uh, traction on Twitter. And re- about remember, it. Morgan was on. They were horrible last year. Yeah, and they were 0 and 10. They yeah. and they were a young team, and they just you know they, they it came was, out. And this was a really good sign against a Stafford team who we like. Well, they they went to the state playoffs last yeah. year, and then there should be go back again. And they had Colton Angle, who had a great game as yep. well. But uh, nigh three hundred. What was it? Three hundred. Three hundred sixty-four yards, three touchdowns. Tremendous passing so, and one rushing. I, reports of Morgan's demise are yeah. Oh, the yeah, I mean they they will they they're already improved yeah. just by that performance. Um, Simsbury's Mark Benson rushed for a buck sixty-five, three touchdowns, and he had a two sacks on defense. I like that. Is, that. That is a complete game. I like that. Playing game. both ways. Uh, we talked about Butler's uh, Kawan Butler's rushed for three touchdowns, seventy yarder. 
which was nice. Bristol Easterns. Uh, that Kobe that, that reel you put up on him was tremendous. Or that, or not reel, though the, the clips, clips you had. Yeah, he was he was great. The truth. He looks great. <laughs> he was. He played a very good game. Uh, Bristol Easterns. Kobe Stinger. We we're talking about Bristol Eastern. If they're going to win games, it's going to be because of him. He uh, 129 uh, rushing yards, and he had a he had a long receiving touchdown. I want to say like 50 something yards uh, in their game. Southington's Jacob Jarena. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Um, you know, we talked about Southington, their quarterbacks, and they just, you know, uh, Stephen Barmore, Jason Rose, Bill Barmore, who's going to step up? He threw for five touchdowns against Glastonbury, yeah, which is are, always uh, a big game. I thought, I mean, I, and he threw an interception on his first pass and came back and threw five. From what touchdowns. I understand, it looked like Glastonbury was going to be improved there, but you know, and we still were like, well, Southington is going to be improved because they it's always are. They reload. Yeah, Tomahawks didn't make it into Pete's uh, top ten they school didn't. nickname. They list. didn't. You can only see that in the um, the premier Game Time CT magazine, That's along right. with a very nice uh, photo shoot of Sean Patrick <laughs> I actually read it. I'm uh-huh. an unbiased source. It was actually a very nice. For those of you who don't know, Game Time CT, we have a uh, what is it? What do you call it? A quarterly. Magazine. Yeah, it's a quarterly one. I think the next one is. We debuted a magazine. We did. How about that? Pete's um, got his nicknames. Yeah, I'm in the back. I have an ode, <laughs> apparently an ode to football. They just asked me for like, you know, like a testimonial or something. And then now it's an ode to football. Okay. <laughs> uh, we talked about Killingly's Harriet ran for a buck 21 on three carries and two touchdowns in their win. Along yeah. with his running mate, Tyler. I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Coronai? Coronai or whatever. He Kornak, rushed for. Yeah. No, it wasn't even that at all. He, he rushed for a buck. 105 on five carries and two touchdowns. Right. That's efficiency. Um, Her- the Harriet yeah. kid uh, is a four. He's Jamaican, and he this is only his third, I think, season playing football. And he was a he was a soccer goalie when they found him. They're like, uh, and then they saw him play basketball. They're like, uh, you might want to try up for the football team. <laughs> and then uh, Chad Neal's been talking him up all the preseason. Sure enough, you know. First carry, touchdown. Second carry, touchdown. Third carry, ah, not quite. <laughs> but a, a nice overall by Killian yeah. Lee, a nice uh, from pre- impression of Spencer Good Lockwood start, yeah. and Zach Cavery. And uh, over at Ward, uh, Joey Goldman uh, threw two fourth-quarter touchdowns to lead Ward back against Stanford. That's a big win for Ward. Yeah. Uh, Woodland. Who's playing, I believe, new, they are New Canaan's next yeah. week. <laughs> they're yeah, going to feel the wrath of uh, the Rams on yeah. uh, more possibly. I don't know. I'm not saying you're going to lose win. <laughs> I mean, uh, who Kyle, knows? Kyle, take this name from yes, me. Yes, that the, is uh, the kid from Woodland. Yeah, Woodland's Edith Krivka. Edith, Edith Krivka. No, not Edith. Edith. He's not an old woman. Edith Krivka. Edith. Which is a great uh, Rushed name. for 281 and four touchdowns in their win over Torrington. Yeah, he's tough. He's a really good. Um, he hasn't been playing football that long either. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a good tough running back in that. Torrington got a little, got a little love uh, – at least they, they thought they, they, they might be as good as the team for a couple of years ago, but that was a – they got shut out, right? Where'd you read that? No, it was 35 nothing. <laughs> I, I hadn't heard that anywhere. But. Yeah, neither did I. No, we – I don't know. They were optimistic. They could – you know, this team could be better. Who knows? And then um, we're going to keep going down. North Haven, Nick Dodge had three rushing touchdowns in North Haven's 20-19 to win over West Haven. First ever win for North Haven over West Haven. Yeah, Nick Dodge has taken up the Montana mantle. Yes, that was what the story was. Who was going to replace him? Well, there you go. That's He's it. A brigadier I mean, general. The, <laughs> West, the West, you know, everyone kind of like look at that, and you know, it was a twenty to nineteen victory. Yeah. It's a great win. I guess they made a goal line stand yeah. or something like that at the end. And but the first win against them in program history is always 
you know, how many years have they been playing against each I, other? The first this is time what I love. I mean, we we were talking about the SEC schedule. I love the SEC because all those teams, for the most part, are pretty close. Like Shelton yeah. almost lost to Cheshire, even though Cheshire's got like a whole new team yep. with the exception of Jake McElhinney. And uh, that's why that that tier one. I love that. That's yeah. why it's great because none of these are blowouts. Yeah, They're like, all like you just mentioned. Ward's playing New Canaan next week. Why? Well, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> condemn Ward yet. Jeez. Nah. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, who knows? New Canaan they, they they didn't score point last week. Yeah. So I mean, they, it could be trouble for them. Who knows? Uh, but uh, I think they're. Yeah. But that's why overall. That's why I love that SEC yeah. schedule because it's a it's a dogfight sometimes every every week is yeah and uh, it's it, well it's not a dogfight what is it Kyle the meat grinder that's right <laughs> and it remains the meat um, grinder we're gonna get deeper we're gonna talk more about the meat grinder later on but uh, you were at this game Sean Wilbur crosses Lashawn Hicks rushed for 157 yards including a 74 yard run that was the game winning touchdown against Forum Foreign right yeah I'll tell you about that I was at that game. And I forgot to charge all my batteries for my phone and my camera. So I was kind of in panic mode going up to uh, Xavier. So I decided to leave at halftime. And my original plan was to shoot that the first series or two of the third quarter. And I was like, ah, there's just no way it's going to work without, you know, I'm going to lose all my power. Great job, Sean. Way to get yourself ready Typical. for the season. Yeah. Um, harried and nervous okay so i left the game and sure enough they score the winning touchdown when i should have been there so sorry about that wilbur cross but a nice start to their season and then the two more uh sheen's terrence bogan rushed for 215 yards and three touchdowns and their win over law right and, and uh who was it? jordan davis was kind of used as a decoy in that game yes right? that's what we heard uh still coming back from that uh knee injury that he suffered in the car accident in march mm-hmm uh, I guess they're waiting to get him fully back. But, I mean, once he's good, he's a dangerous player. Oh, yeah. Well, he's yeah, he was a top, top 25, 25 player. That and then played. someone who says, well, Bogan should be on the here. I don't forget the, well, hey, great performance by yeah, Terrence. No, Terrence I mean, good thunder and lightning. We mentioned him there because it's hard to pick. When you have two guys who are great on the same yeah. team, it's and, hard to make one the guy. does that, a lot of other things, though. He could go out wide. He plays, you know, uh, it, secondary. It's hard to make the one kid pl- uh, the top 25 player and the other kid not. So you kind of have to mention them just to be like, look, we know you're good, too. So yeah. it's like, not like you don't belong here. And then uh, Brookfield's Nicholas Henderson rushed for 250 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. Which is a lot. Brookfield already looking like uh, – Oh, and they were talking about last Massick. week. They're like they hadn't beat Massick in like 10 years, and then all of a sudden they did it. Wow. Either we talked about it on the show or we talked about it at some point. No, time. that no. was Newtown. Newtown? Last week. Maybe. I think Brookfield has beaten Massacre. They're all the same. Yeah. But, uh, so that was some of the guys around. Well, uh, I got the last oh, one know? is, uh, where is he? Uh, wow, Sean wow. has a lot of emails that he doesn't read until the most inconvenient times. No. <laughs> like is happening I'm not right now. Anything. Isaiah I'm not Lovell is his name. And uh, he's friends with Rondell Bothroyd, the now uh, oh, EO Smith. Smith yep. Two-time All-Stater, now playing at Wake Forest. And, so Isaiah, I guess, and Rondell are boys, and he said, listen, I want to wear your number 40. And uh, Rondell gave him his blessing, and sure enough, the kid plays like he's Rondell Bothroyd, had five sacks in the first game. I'm glad uh, <laughs> when I when I wrote the O. Smith preview, and I was like, CCC coaches are going to be happy that Rondell's not going to be lining up against them, and now they have to face The Bristolies, like, and uh, Julius must have been like, wait a minute, I thought this kid graduated. <laughs> <laughs> he must have, because he was a terror. I saw some of the film, and... Uh, E.O. Smith off to a one and a start. Good job. Yeah, good for them. All right. 
Um, now we're gonna we're gonna turn the table a little bit away from uh, CIAC. We're gonna bring on Will Aldum, who we spoke about earlier. He's gonna he's our prep guy this season, right? Yeah. So uh, Will, welcome to the show. Have you been having fun watching us? Um, yeah. I haven't. That's so insincere. <laughs> oh, Will has been sitting here just staring at his laptop, being staring like, what the are these guys talking about? That's yeah. no, like the hour that we both stood there in the office while Sean did whatever the hell he did. Yeah, Sean was like, you know, guys, I, I need to write. And then we're talking. And he's like, well, well I have a point to make. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Will. So. Will, Will has done a, a tremendous job for us since he joined us as an intern in – uh, Over the, the summer, summer. Yep. and the problem was like we all just wanted to take a break, so we went all on vacation, <laughs> left him to his own devices. <laughs> Say, well, we'll get to you in a second, and then in like August came, and we threw him a bunch of previews and. So like basically threw him into the pool and say sink or swim kid and yep. uh sure enough he, he's done a tremendous job for us and we kind of he, he he's from where where would you go to uh, high uh, school berkshire school right so. up in deerfield right um sheffield massachusetts sheffield okay yeah. there's there's so much close deerfield. <laughs> yeah field field whatever but All it's close field. to deerfield isn't it tell me that Wait. Um, i don't even know no maybe not okay. definitely not yeah, just oh forget it so <laughs> embarrassed to be in the same room. anyway so uh you know will's all in on he's you know all in the on the prep school scene and, and since we're expanding our coverage this year because there are football players from connecticut playing at, at a lot of these prep schools and they're getting a lot of play and we don't want to ignore them anymore and that's that's kind of like what we've been doing since i've been here at least uh for years and we need to start getting these guys involved so we have will kind of take up the, the mantle of doing those uh, previews and i don't know will what do we got in the prep school scene what do you got for us i mean every year you got uh chote rosemary hall yeah at you chote. um yep lj spinato coaching the hand four years. hand coach um 38 and 0 since he's joined chote and hasn't lost a single game it's pretty good must they be are. nice Unbelievable to keep winning the knapsack over and over again. Right. LJ has not lost a game since he's been head coach there. No, not a single one. Right. Um, what, are they, what's, what's, what do they got there? Well, uh, fun story is Will Powers, a Princeton commit. Uh, he's the punter slash kicker, but he's actually going to be at the All-American Bowl in San Antonio, Texas. Ooh, the good old Alamo Dome. Pretty good. Um, they did take a few hits this year, losing their starting quarterback Joe Young, who is now at Harvard as well with as well as thirteen other collegiate level yeah. starters to graduation. But knowing their history, they will be just fine. Well, they got a big game this week. This is kind of like why we're kind of bring this up now. They have an interesting game this weekend up at their place, mm -hmm. up in Wallingford, and uh, well, tell us a little bit about about who they're playing. So they're going to be playing St. Thomas Moore, and you probably have not heard of them because they haven't won consecutive, haven't had consecutive winning seasons in over a decade. Right. I just I haven't I'd never heard of them until just recently when they started. Well, first they who they got they got Tyler Rudolph. Yeah, the former Holy Cross and Sacred Heart. Uh, or was that definitely Sacred Holy Heart? Cross? I don't think it was that Sacred Heart. Okay. There was another one. But there was was there someone else there from Waterbury area went down there. Uh, not down there. There was Isaiah Wright went right. from Holy Cross up to Kingswood and then to Temple. Something, yeah, something okay. Like that. Anyway. So, yeah, it happened. So, Rudolph went out to St. Thomas More. Who else does St. Thomas More have? And Thomas why are they Moore. so – everyone's talking about it. I mean, what did LJ tell you? Um, he told he told me that he is uh, – he thinks St. Thomas More has the potential to be the best team that – Connecticut's seen in a long time really mm. and that's including the that crazy Cheshire Academy team and his teams of course yeah, his undefeated I teams. mean let's let's forget and let's not forget that they beat the Tariq Black and the CJ's Cheshire Academy a, a few years back um so that's saying something I mean it, that's 
<laughs> Saints are the could one. be taking a page out of the Tom Brockett book of, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, we're not going to be very good this year. Yeah. You really, Naugatuck really should beat us. Pay attention sure. to those guys, not these guys over here. <laughs> yeah. we, we just hope to compete. <laughs> but what, what anyway, what does St. Thomas Moore bring? Their, their head coach, uh, was it Jeff Moore? Yes. Uh, he's just a couple of years there, right? It's his second year. Right. They and went six and three last year in his first year. Um, they have Tyler Rudolph, who was mentioned. He's committed to Penn State. Mm. He's a cornerback and safety. They got Charles Thomas, who's a linebacker, committed to Michigan. Is he from around here or no? Uh, Georgia. Okay. They have Maurice Gaines. Uh, not from around here, Sacramento, California, but he's committed to Arizona. He's a Jeez. cornerback. These are all My goodness. defensive players. Tyreek Henderson from Illinois, cornerback, uh, has five Division One offers, including Cincinnati. Um, they got Anthony Red, offensive guard, committed to Syracuse. He's from Bloomfield, Connecticut. Cuse. And uh, it's it's going to be scary. <laughs> Sean, did you go to Syracuse? <laughs> to go up against that defense I, for sure. No, I... I you know, I, you know he covered Donovan McNabb. No uh, way, really? Did you hear about that game when they almost beat T. Martin in Tennessee? Fiesta Bowl, Orange Bowl. No, it was the op- season Peach opener. Bowl. It was the season opener of the year Tennessee won the Super Bowl. Oh, that's uh, right. The, the, B- the first BCS championship. Manning. Anyway, Guys, Will, back to Will. Right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're taking away from Will <laughs> to true. mock me. Will, uh, Which to me is a good yeah. use of time. Yeah, who are, well, oh, who are no, some other... But uh, that's like Will's expense. You can mock me on your own time. <laughs> Very good point. All right, back to Will. Will, who are some of the other players uh, to watch on the prep scene this year from uh, who maybe are He was doing a great job, and then... I'm bringing him back. I'm bringing him back, and you're going. a good opportunity to make fun of you. Yeah, like someone, like other guys who are around the prep area who aren't playing for St. Thomas Moore or Joe. Oh, okay. Uh, We got from Avon Old Farms, Tyson Pumajan. Yep. Quarterback. Harding. You did that on the first try. Way to go. I was was waiting for that. He was worried about that. I would Um, be, too. Yeah, not an easy one. That's why we left him alone for 40 minutes so he could practice. (laughs) You should have seen Will outside the door (laughs) staring at my screen. He He was just like, Pomajan, Pomajan, Pomajan. He's like, what? Like, I like, had him like the shaker cheese for <laughs> our, all the regular news editors were like looking at him like, what is this guy? Like, should we call the police? Anyway, anyway, he passed for over 2,400 yards last year. 26 yeah. touchdowns rushed, rushed for just under 500. And, and his younger brother is up there now. And he's committed to Clemson. Yeah. So he's no joke. Yeah. Well, all right. Before we go on to all that, out of all the teams that you preview, you took a look at. I mean, who's up? Who's down? I mean, obviously you have the Choate, St. Thomas Moore thing. Uh, what about Cheshire Academy? What do, we, what do we got there? Didn't they lose? They lost their first game to Hun. Yeah, they lost their first game, sixteen to fourteen, this weekend mm-hmm. um, from to Hun out of New Jersey. Um, they took a big hit in the off season. Their quarterback Josh Commune tore his ACL. Second time it's happened, both legs. Wow. Um, so they had Jack Brandon come in, transfer from Canisius High School in Buffalo, New York. Mm. He'll have big shoes to fill. Another player worth talking about with them is Bryce the Bug a- absolutely. Sebastian. Oh, love this guy. Good. The we, Bug. The Bug. I love that nickname. Might be the fastest kid in the world. Oh, his, really, his highlight tape is, yeah, we were watching last week. Because Bryce he is an actual cheat code. He just runs around defenses. He's really <laughs> That's really a favorite fast. Pete Paguaga uh, term, cheat code. The human cheat yeah. code. Human cheat code. <laughs> But his brother now, now, Bryce Brandon, is up at uh, – he played at Cheshire County. He was up at the Boston College. Jeff Jacobs, our columnist, had a really nice column about the, their older brother uh, died uh, unexpected. Well, I mean, he died last uh, last year, and, you know, he kind of had a nice column about that. Mm-hmm. 
But the bug is like a top like five nickname. It is good. <laughs> yeah, love the bug. Not sure where it came from, but I love it. <laughs> Maybe it was like one of those things like your little brother's the bug. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also. But are they going to be all right in college? Yeah, they should be. They should be good. Uh, if I mean, a lot rides on Jack Brandon coming in as a transfer. Now, who is the best? So, who do you think the best team is? You think St. Thomas More? I mean, again, we saw Chester Academy go in there a few years ago. You know, with three black and those guys, and they were hooting and hollering and throwing their hands in the air and all the Twitter stuff. And and uh, Choate just kind of, I mean, it was a great back and forth game, but, uh, you know, they, uh, they they pulled it out in the end. I guess there was a point where I believe the coach, oh, he thought it was third down. I said it was fourth down, and they went for it instead of kicking a field goal that would have, I think, given the lead or tied the game or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. A lot of people were there. It was so I expect kind of a similar atmosphere. Yeah, now we're going to be there. Like, yeah, we're get, uh, game time. I mean, not me specifically, but game time is going to be at that game. We will be there. Will will uh, be leading the charge. Uh, as far as our, <laughs> he's looking at me like what? I didn't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be a great. I mean, again, it's you know, two powerhouses going together. I mean, up in Walter, right in your backyard, you're going to have guys going to be playing all over in college. And uh, what time's the game? I believe it's three o'clock. Two o'clock. Oh, it's two o'clock. Right. Well, you don't go at three then, <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to get stuck in traffic on the merit, like Sean. That's a tough place to go find a parking spot. Like, you gotta, because it's right in the middle of like a the school, uh, well, the town grid. Yeah. Right. I don't know. You haven't gone there? I don't know. No one's gone there. Oh, to Choate? Oh, yeah, actually, I have been there. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> anyone else, uh, you know, what? Brunswick or? Yeah, Brunswick has a wide receiver, Cornelius Johnson, uh, who has had 19 Division One offers, including Notre Dame, Stanford, and Alabama. I didn't even, but I heard they I might... didn't even, have, I didn't even get into 19 colleges. No. <laughs> I didn't get into like one. Into I didn't get into three <laughs> colleges. Um, I hear they're going to struggle though because <laughs> look at they're laughing. I heard they might struggle. You don't get... want us to talk about you, and then <laughs> here you go again. Oh, what did? Well, all right, just leave it. I'm just a punching bag here, man. That's it. <laughs> That's all I am good for. You eat lightning and, and crap thunder. Well, before we, all right. So, right, anybody, anybody else we should look out for on the prep scene there? Well, uh, I, I like Spencer Witter, tight end for Choate, who uh, has 15. Division one has talked to fifteen Division one teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotten offers wow. from Army and Dartmouth, and nice. uh, he'll be a fun player to watch. Too. All all these kids in our backyard, yeah. Which you know, I know like I know a lot of the high school coaches are like, why they don't cover the prep schools, man? You know, like do, uh, what, what? we can't. talent's talent. You know, good football team you know? is a good football team. Mm-hmm. I, I, what do you want me to tell you, dude? People are interested in it, and therefore we are going to cover it. But Absolutely. as we just found out this weekend. Division one recruits do not equal victories. Correct. No, and we heard from a couple of people at St. Joe's in their postgame quotes, which I thought were the best when they were like, well, you know, we don't have any D1 guys on our line. <laughs> right well, now. Right That's now. But, and I was like, oh, wow, that was, that was some good trade. Jabs. Well, they have a D1 quarterback, which, you know. Oh, yeah. They, and they, they also have the Maybe D1 quarterback didn't hold the four D1 uh, right. no, uh, no, guys off the board. Not, but he also, so. they also have a uh, D1 lacrosse player in passing. Yes. And sure, and sure, baby. Could be going somewhere. Strong Island. Right. Spare me. 
So you excited for this game uh, this weekend? Will? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the underdogs here. I'm gonna go with St. Thomas More. Really? They yep. Starts. Uh, yeah, they actually played their first game this weekend against Nordenhain Westfallen Green Machine out of Dusseldorf. Well, I was gonna say, did they really play a German team? They did play <laughs> That's the unbelievable. German team, and they beat them 47 nothing. Right, uh, we don't really know anything about that team though. Right. How many guys the do they have with Division One offers? Their, they played their the website is in German, so it's really hard to. You can use Google Translate. Yeah, wait, hold on. There's, did you not a do a game time CT oh, wait, preview how, for it? <laughs> not oh, for that. He understands. He he's ahead of us. We he tried to translate. Yeah, yeah no, no. there's just a disconnect there with the whole translating yeah. football lingo. Yeah, that is a yeah. That's not well spoken. Although they were, I think they won the NFL Europe that. Um, <laughs> At Berlin or Munich the or wherever they had. Oh, the Berlin team. Yeah. I, um, I remember in Madden they had the Europe teams on the Barcelona there. Dragons or whatever. I thought it was the Berlin. The, okay. I don't know what the anyway. Berlin team was. Anyway, um, so that is that real uh, Will. Thank you yeah, so uh, much wrap for uh, coming on. Will will be a fixture on the show, uh, bringing us all our prep football insight. Thank you, Will. No problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> Appreciate it. Sorry about the constant interruption. All right, now we're in the uh, we're in our favorite, well Kyle's favorite part of the show. Kyle, well, Kyle, where are we? Bring us into it. We're in the meat grinder. Like if you took your lawnmower and went over like one of those ham hocks of bologna. That's what that would have sounded. You have like. entered the meat grinder. <laughs> All right. By the way, two things just to wrap up points. Tyler Rudolph was at one point at Sacred Heart as well. So right. he went from Holy Cross to Sacred Heart to prep school. In NFL Europe, uh, the Hamburg Sea Devils were the final champion. Ah. However, the Frankfurt Galaxy, the most prolific team in the league with four NFL Europe championships before the league's closure in 2007. All right. Um, that's good information. Now let's, let's take a look at next yeah, week's Getting schedule. back to Connecticut. Um, other than, like you said, St. Thomas More Choate, is probably the game to watch in the state this weekend on Saturday. Uh, Sean, any game stand out for you this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? I mean, and Kyle, you said there's what the SCC ECC crossover. Yeah, this uh, is the SCC SWC. Uh, it looked like a lot of uh, the Connecticut. What is it again? Actually, there. Are, oh, oh, the alliance. Don't, don't, don't even <laughs> the Al Carbone alliance. We cannot even glorify that here. Well, I like what they do. Fine, they don't need a name. <laughs> They're like right. the Avengers. The ECC SEC SWC. SWC Challenge. Uh, the Alliance. How about let's just right. call them non-conference games? Well, all right. Well, whatever. Well, all right. We have a few the big SCX ones. The SEC is not part of the Alliance. We have a few big ones here. We have North Free Academy coming off its big win uh, with Pierre coming off its big win against Xavier. They now yeah. go straight to Fairfield Prep good luck. and play Doug Harrison, who game. had a nice comeback game last week. He did. Week. Two touchdowns. I'll be you, Doug. You'll be a what? <laughs> Said that'll be a Doug. No, no, no. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll be a Doug. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said that will be a Doug. <laughs> um, hey, hold on. A second. How about Hamden last week beating East Lyme? Fitch. A Fitch. I mean, Norwalk six to nothing in a game nothing. that pretty much made. What did Ned say? <laughs> Pulled over. Uh, wait, yeah. Don't, don't say. It. I was gonna say, let's bring Ned on. How exciting was that? <laughs> yeah, Ned said he was. He was in the. He was stuck in the bathroom at the at Dunkin' Donuts for an extended amount of time. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, but no, for Hamden though. No, that was a, an awesome win. Good for them. Was ten and zero last year. Yeah. Went to the state playoff for Hamden. That was huge. The defense showed With up. Good what for them. the rest of their schedule looks like? Because I think though, they have West Haven in hand up next. I mean, it was nice to start the season with a win. Right. I mean, another interesting one is Cheshire, which played well against against Shelton. Now they go to Newtown. 
and and, and play. I, you know, and that could be a really really good game. Ooh, maybe we'll be staying in the SEC this weekend. It's possible. Yeah. You know? Hands well, going have to go to the SWC for that one. Hands going to New Fairfield. New Fairfield kind of got beat up, and Hand is just oof. Hand. Yeah. Um. Here's another interesting one. Fitch at Harding. Fitch now goes from Hand into Harding to go, go play the Are they uh, presidents. Mileage? I hope. <laughs> I hope so. You know so. what's actually interesting? I saw it on Twitter. Bridgeport Central's going to Platt. I think it's the first time that Platt's ever playing a school from Bridgeport, according to what they were saying on Twitter. I just thought that was yeah. an interesting factoid. I'm trying to bring something to the conversation. Factoid. Uh, let's see. Fun fact. Here, here, I mean, Massick, Massick, which had a rough first night uh, coming off their uh, class L uh, runner-up uh, finish. They had a rough – now they go to North Haven, which is flying high with their well, first you got to think that's almost like flying a must-win game early in the season. Well, if you're massive, yeah. They still have to play Newtown on Thanksgiving Eve. And same for North Haven. Let's, you know, obviously – well, I mean, North Haven won at least. Right. It's more massive than it is North Haven. Yeah. Sheehan at Stratford. Stratford lost to Barlow. Yeah, on the goal on the line stand. Goal line stand. It was a two – We had a couple of multi-overtime games, I think, in the state. Right. That was a really big one. Um, that, I mean, I, it was a goal line stand. Barlow made it. It was 35, 34, something like that. Um, New London coming off its first win of the uh, Johnny Burns era. They uh, they go to Notre Dame West Haven. Uh, I think the last time they played Notre Dame West Haven, with Nico Regani was running up and down the field. He was now at Iowa, but he was running up and down the field making their lives miserable. But that's an interesting one there. Um, I don't know. What about you, Pete? I mean, you really uh, hit on <laughs> You hit on a lot of them um, <laughs> that I was looking at, so thanks well, for that. Sorry. Um Amity winning early uh, this year. They're yeah, playing. good for Craig. They got uh, they got foreign coming into town. Could Amity start off two and zero this year? Uh, who are they playing? Foreign. foreign. Yeah, it's possible. It is possible. If foreign's still trying to find. Foreign played fine against Cross. It yeah. just you know you lost by a point, which is one extra point away. Um, yeah, I mean, just the CCC is kind of. What it is every week, and it's kind of like <laughs> spread out, and you're just kind of like, I mean, E.O. Smith's playing Weathersfield. We talked about Weathersfield. We liked Weathersfield. Here's an E.O. Smith team who we didn't really know what they were going to bring. Obviously, you know, they got that that new kid, that new terror on the defensive line. Yeah. So we'll see how E.O. Smith does uh, against Weathersfield. Uh, the FCAC, I mean, Wilton at Staples, I guess, is those, on, on paper. It's the won. most competitive game. They both won last week. Uh, you know, Wilton, I think, is a sneaky team that might win, you know, seven games this year because they have a lot of guys who are back. So I think that might be an interesting one. I mean, that's a that's a John Nash special anyway. <laughs> um, and then over in the in the NVL, um, you know, there's not a lot of uh, Holy Cross at Ansonia, I think. Is there you one. Go. Yeah, I think that's, that's that'll get some eyes on it. That's because, the only game that's really probably going to be uh, really worth watching. The yeah. rest of them. I don't think will be. So. Well, don't, yeah. Let's not forget oh, Thursday. How about this? Let's hold on. Let's hold not... on. Wait, Friday. Oh, oh. Your boys at Valley Regional oh. against Morgan. Oh Morgan yeah, coming off that big game. I mean, uh, Morgan lost. Uh, Valley they Valley won. Yeah. The, how about that? How, no, the big game here is HK hosting Coggenshog. Oh, bump, 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 HK. I mean, went right underneath the radar. They beat SMSA, which went to the playoffs last year. They beat them up pretty bad yeah like i think nasine harrison who we pumped up in the preseason you know he had the one touchdown and, and i i think it was just uh it was dalton i think it was oh man what's his name dalton brown i want to say for hk couldn't tell you. right we didn't get a preview on him unfortunately but oh but shit. yeah i know hey that's uh that's our fault actually but um 
And you were talking Thursday. But no, 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 well, oh. hold on. HK at, at no. So Cogginchog, what are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at you. Cogginchog. You're which, like the human rain delay. We talk, we talked up Cogginchog, and they want a kind of a barn burner there with Canton, 68, and there were a few guys uh, ejected from that game. According to the Collinsville Press. Right, right. So some interesting stuff going on in the Pequot. That's at 6.30 on Friday. Um, but uh, the, the the first game of the week is Thursday night. You know, Xavier comes back from NFA. You know, still kind of searching for themselves. They didn't play, I don't know how bad or good they played. I, I don't really know. But they lost by a couple touchdowns. And Shelton's still kind of scratching his head about, you know, maybe, you know, maybe we're not as good as we think we are. Or they are we who we think thought we they are. were. <laughs> so that should be a really interesting. That would be at West Haven High School at 6 o'clock on Thursday night. I was actually night. just going to ask if they were going to be. Yeah, I was thinking about I, I mean, it's the only thing's on Thursday, so I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll all be there. All right. Well, might as well. I mean, the other only game is East Catholic at Burnley. East Catholic actually had a nice first opening win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah their first one they mm. when, uh they lost every game last year. Right. So that was their first win since 2016. And yeah. Well, maybe I'll go up to the CCC on Thursday. That's possible. Mm. They faced a Berlin maybe team. Not. That Probably not. Berlin, which has uh, a lot of guys coming back, a team we've pegged kind of to be one to watch in Class M, and so I don't know. We'll see it's, how they stack up. It should be up. an interesting week. I, it wasn't not, that there's long. There's not a big marquee matchup uh, like there was this past week, though. Right. It's not exactly a meat grinder. More, it's more like a, <laughs> it's more like a sausage. It's a grinder. sausage press. <laughs> yeah. That's... Okay. On that note, this is over. And now you know how <laughs> Game Time CT makes the sausage. And now this is the end of the show. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, one more time, Kyle. No, I'm good. Sean, Run it back. For Sean, Kyle, and Will, I regret everything. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even sign himself off. <laughs>